I am not a crook. Welcome to Seti Soppo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I feel like I've got a really squeaky voice today. Is that is it a squeaky? It sounds a bit Australian. No, it's not Australian. It's just squeaky. Anyway, hello, I'm Simon. You are Izzy. Hello, Izzy. How are you? Goodbye, Simon. I have a sore bum. <laughs> I have a sore but I, I I did a lot of jitsu yesterday and I fell on my bum a lot and now it is really sore today. Can't have helped that you rode your bike home either. No, that wasn't it's not like it's not like up my bum. It is the side of my bum. Right. So it's a, not like a, a it's buttock. not like Yeah, it's not like my internal bottom. It is <laughs> though it, it feel, the internal bottom would be an amazing book. But the eternal bottom of the spotless mind. Oh, um, Mm. Sounds like an, an episode of um, Bottom itself. It's something that no, Richie, it... Richie and Eddie would be arguing about their pants. The eternal bottom of the spotless testicle. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so I have a bit of a, a sore bum and it's been hot. I have still got a headache from eating chocolate yesterday. Wow, you have a chocolate hangover. Yeah, I haven't had chocolate for weeks. And uh, so I had a little bit last night. Uh, and I How felt, much is I it felt a little bit? Drunk, a couple of blocks. I felt drunk, uh, dizzy, and weird dreams all night, and now just really headachey. You're a sensitive it. little thing, aren't you? You have to remember, guys, that Simon's very little, so a couple Tiny. of chunks is quite a lot. Yeah. Also, what type of chocolate? Was it dark chocolate or was it milk chocolate? It was milk chocolate orange from Ooh. Cornwall. Well, it's from Cornwall. It could have had actual drugs in. It could have had actual sort of thing drugs in. Of people too. <laughs> That's true. Uh, before we Cornwall. defame... Go on. I was going to defame Cornwall, but you said before we defame Cornwall. <laughs> before we let's defame a whole county, let's move on. Yeah. Right, so Oxy wants to know, what is the opposite of the Smurfs? Well, we've discussed this. This has been fully gone into already on the thread. Yeah, yes, so I we know. know the, so we know the conclusion. We'll just say the conclusion now, which is The Simpsons, and then we should go into why. I don't think it is The Simpsons, but we'll get back it to that. It is definitely The Simpsons. Do you know where the word Smurf comes from? I remember learning about the act of Smurfing by Daniel Kitson in his Perrier winning show. <laughs> This Perrier-winning show um, that he did, not at the Pleasance, but at theatre near the Pleasance, um, in Edinburgh in 2002. Mm. And the act of smurfing, and this was when I was quite young, so I don't know if I'd encountered a penis to the face yet, (laughs) but it is slapping somebody in the face with your penis, or ideally, if you're General Kitson, the microphone dangling from your hand. Right, because no Mm. comedian's ever used a microphone to pretend it's his penis. No, but it's never happened. Never happened, ever. Um, Better than teabagging, I think. Teabagging confuses me. Because it is either putting your testicles and dipping them in the mouth of your lover. Yeah. Or which I'd say is fine. That's, that's much nicer than being slapped in the face with a willy. True, true. I haven't said willy in ages. <laughs> it is a good word, isn't it, willy? Uh, you were called a teabag once by Ped Gillette. I was. Yeah. Which I found very confusing because of the connotations. <laughs> exactly. But I believe that is just how people like him from Massachusetts refer to people like me from a proper place. <laughs> 
So the word Smurf uh, is the original Dutch translation of the French for Strumpf, which, according to Peo, the creator of the Smurfs, is a word invented during a meal when he could not remember the word for salt. So <laughs> the Smurfs basically mean, ah, pass me the um, uh, salt thing. Smurfs. Yeah. So they're literally changing conversation. But the point is, Simon, let's discuss their opposite, right? Yeah. They are small little elf creatures that live at the bottom of the garden. They can't be the Poddington Peas. They live in mushrooms. They are blue. And they're all one family, but there's only one female one. Yeah. Whereas the Simpsons, yeah. also animated, are all yellow. Or most of them are yellow. They're all a proper family. There are female characters in it. They don't have like anything in common other than that both cartoons are both very popular. One's from America, one's from Europe. One is blue, the other is yellow. And yellow is the opposite of blue on the spectrum colour wheel. Yeah. I always thought orange was the opposite, but it's not. Orange is the opposite of teal, isn't it? Which isn't quite blue. Yeah. Okay, then. Just to to head off the dirty... What do you think? Um, But what do you think? Because you said that they're not, so what is? Well, I th- very adamant. Well, the reason I, I, I was going to say it was Umpalumpas because they're orange and they're real, but they're sort of still little and whatever. But you're right, orange isn't the opposite of blue. So you're right, it's the Simpsons. So to head off any more disgusting sexual connotations, I will bang my gavel. Simon, Simon, just to underline it, Simpsons are funny. Well, were funny. Well, well no, I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? Simpsons are always funny when you were about 14. Yeah, when, so you, when you were about 14. Simpsons, yeah. So right now there are 14 year olds who find the current Simpsons funny. Yeah, that's true. That and true. then they're not funny later because, you know. Because of time. And when I say 14, I mean 11. Yeah. So the opposite of Smurfs, Oxy, is the Simpsons. As well you know, because it was on a Facebook thread we started. <laughs> right. Now, William wants to know, what is the opposite of Ed Miliband's shoes? Oh, my God. Anyone who doesn't know, Ed Miliband was the leader of the opposition. Leader of the Labour Party. Yeah. And he he has a brother called, like, Ted Miliband, who is like him but evil. <laughs> and Ted. Ed Miliband is what happens... You know that boy at school who's a little bit of a nice guy, who's a bit very nerdy and can't walk straight or eat a sandwich without looking like, you know, he's some sort of giraffe eating a sandwich. That <laughs> is Ed Miliband, the sort of really sort of, not overly clever, but definitely not stupid, not overly nerdy to the point where he's really obsessive about anything, but trying to fit in, hey guys? And he literally is, I mean, just think beta male and you will think Ed Miliband. <laughs> or even he beta is the Max. ultimate... Yeah, he's the ultimate, you know. Basically, he's he's any (laughs) no, he's basically the the leader of any opposition of your your country that you live in. You must be able to think of one like that. So he's like that. I mean, if you had to travel with a politician, you'd pick Ed Miliband or something. No, you wouldn't. He'd lose his luggage. Um, <laughs> he's, he's, he's just... I don't know. There's nothing offensive about him. He's absolutely fine. Yeah. But he's about as inspiring as, hey... Look, a new copy of the Yellow Pages has just come through the door. You know, he's just not. There's nothing. There's he just doesn't seem. He he seems so ordinary. He can't be real. He also sounds like a bowl of washing up. Just a little bit. He's funny though. I mean, he's clever and he's funny, but he's just charmless. Oh no, no, he's even charming. He's just he's just completely unfuckable. 
It's amazing. Well, you say that, but he's got quite a big following of, like, I can't remember what they call themselves, but people who, like, really love him, Miliband. Some of these people Cumberbatch bought... Cumberbatch bitches. Yeah. Some of these people bought his shoes for £277. So... That's not very much. It, it's also... That is a, not very much. For, considering also, that you're meant to be, like, fangirls or whatever. Like, Russell yeah. Crowe's pants... <laughs> Jock versus strap, Ed Miliband yeah. shoes, yeah. yeah. But you know, that, that says everything you need to know. Russell Crowe's jockstrap, fifty grand or whatever. Ed Miliband shoes, but it, it does have the smack of buying someone's pants, doesn't it? Buying their shoes. Yeah, but it, it's like it's like going, hey, how much would you buy AF Harold's toaster for? AF Harold being the author I live with. Um, it's how, not. How much would you buy his toaster for? Well, I bought it. It's about thirty quid. Well, it's your toaster. Twenty then. quid. It's your toaster then. Technically, what? I don't use it as much as he does. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, so I would say this is what I thought of initially was the opposite of Ed Miliband's shoes is William Hague's baseball cap. Oh no, they're both equally shit. That's what I mean. But he's the lead, he's leading of the opposition of the other party when it was in opposition, and it was like, here's my hat. I'm I'm. Sp- looking young and youthful and I can't even picture him in a hat that's just horrific I quite like William Hague now he's kind of developed into quite a mature politician type thing type thing I'll tell you what I know exactly they're both career politicians though they've both got that elements of like well Haig Um, made a speech to the Tory conference when he was 17 didn't he yeah I think Haig is one of those I mean Haig's brilliant I I disagree with him on everything by the way but he's brilliant at speaking he's a great oh yeah he's a good orator yeah Absolutely, but oh god, no! Um, <laughs> the opposite we've we've we already established is Russell Crowe's jockstrap. You're absolutely right. The opposite of Ed Miliband's shoes, William, is Russell Crowe's jockstrap. <laughs> <laughs> Just funny saying Russell spend Crowe's jockstrap. Day. It is two words, sir. Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not even going to explain that as a reference. It's just very but funny. But Simon, isn't it always also Russell Crowe? <laughs> Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Russell Crowe. Right. Andrew wants to know, what is the opposite of Worf? As in Lieutenant Worf from <gasps> Star Trek and Deep Space Nine. Well, <sighs> Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, I should say. Now, I would say I would say on the, on the deck of the Enterprise is definitely Diana Troy. Well, now, I think Worf is absolutely rubbish at his job on the Enterprise. I watched Klingon. Well, I watched he's a Klingon with a girly bobby haircut. I mean, you can't really blame him for being I crap. watched an episode the other day where uh, people invaded the Enterprise by beaming onto it unauthorised. Uh, he's the chief of security. He was the nearest person and he didn't pull out his phaser. Someone walked in. <laughs> from a different room and pulled out their face <laughs> and then Worf went oh yeah no you're right I bet <laughs> like, he's rubbish at security absolutely rubbish what? at it he's a Klingon he's meant to they probably have like you know systems for stuff what I really like as well some alien beamed onto the bridge right and it was a sexy lady Klingon and she started trying to beat him up and like number two he, number one Oh, Riker. okay, number one, Riker. Wee wee. So he goes, woof. I think it's either Wee Wee or it was, um, or it was Picard. Picard. Oh, Picard. the Picards laying their eggs. Picard. Picard. <laughs> but Jean-Luc um, then goes, I think it's either him or Riker. I think it might have been Riker just going, is this your idea of sex? 
and Wolf looking really embarrassed because it was very because it probably was bondagey. It was yeah. Yeah. So um, it was just regards to bondage. Regards to Riker, uh, he strikes a pose. That boy. Uh, It's very funny. Watch it. You watch it with just looking at Riker's poses. Like there's ones where he like straddles Data on his seat. And the way nice. he gets into a chair, the me- that is an amazing yeah. thing. How right? Well, gets we into know a chair. that the opposite—you can do this as an extra bonus opposite because it is the same but opposite. The way that uh, Riker gets on the chair is the way that President Bartlett puts on a jacket. Oh yeah. Do you know why he puts his jacket on like that? He's got a bad shoulder. But that's why Riker gets on a chair like that. He had a bad back. Oh, does he? Uh, he, yeah. he limps a bit as well if you watch him. You've been watching Riker a lot. I quite I like this been, idea of been watching of, of, lot, of yeah. you of you actually like him questioning your sexuality. Well, you've been studying from, him. From about 1998-ish. No, no, even probably 94, 95. Round about when Generations the film came out, we'd decided that it was very funny how he always struck a pose. And there's a mm. there's a bit in Generations where the Enterprise is is crashing. Spoilers, it's crashing into a planet. And even then, Riker is striking a pose as as he sits in the captain's chair. It's very funny, and I laughed out loud in the cinema. When I saw it, which didn't go down well in that dramatic yeah. moment. No, but you know he's pretty good. But yeah, I think Riker is the opposite of Wolf. No, it's Diana Troy. Diana They're literally Troy. Literally, that it's literally is that yeah. what she's called? Is Diana, Diana, Diana. Yeah, but that's anyway. Yeah. She's cool. She's cool that, but she's the she's the soft, thinky one. And yeah, Wolf is the aggressive, rural one. They're written to be opposites. That's true, and they never really get to share scenes together in any particularly or interesting fight. way. Oh, they should fight, and, shouldn't they? But she has more better Klingon hair than he does. More better Klingon. They've hair. got each other's. They've got each other's hairstyles. It's true. They have a bit. It's true. Because there's bits where her hair goes proper permed and cool. Have you heard Marina Sirtis talking in her native Cockney accent? No, is that good? It's amazing. She because she's got all posh, isn't she? And forget how well, many English people are actually in Star Trek. But um, it's not. It, She's not English though, in it. She's um yeah, she she's a Californian. It, no, it's yeah. she's definitely doing a posher English accent. It d- does oh, go mid Atlantic sometimes. Okay, but um Bashir, he's English, isn't he? From D- yeah. Deep Space Nine. So yeah, there you go. And uh, it's like it's the Wire. Three. There's and about Luke Picard. Yeah, there's loads of English people it's in the Wire. Th- as well. th- okay, okay, okay. I'm glad you clarified that because I was gonna say. The next generation is not like the wire. Although I would argue vehemently that Deep Space Nine is quite like the wire. Yeah, because the wire has a lot of like it's it's got a lot of uh, Ferengi going around trying to get actually it does doesn't it? Because that is no no the Ferengi bubbles is Ferengi (laughs) bubbles. Yeah, exactly. But like Deep Space Nine, he says in his squeaky voice, um, yeah. it's a it's seven seasons. It's got a big story arc about political intrigue, the the role of religion in politics, the role of it's economics. Got all the heroin. It's got all the heroin. <laughs> oh, it would be good if Quark was was a heroin dealer, wouldn't it? Walking around the promenade, yeah. going WMD, WMD. No, Quark, as I've already said, is bubbles. He'd be the one stealing the copper off the panels and stuff. But um, <laughs> well, he is bubbles. Uh, but you got like Odo would be the police. Yeah, and it's just not as better. better cops in the wire. Anyway, can't imagine Odo walking into a scene just going fuck. <laughs> shit. Oh shit. 
So, the opposite of Worf, Andrew, is Deanna Troy. Therefore, this week we have worked out that the opposite of the Smurfs is the Simpsons, that the opposite of Ed Miliband's shoes is Russell Crowe's jockstrap, and that the opposite of Worf is Deanna Troy. You may plug your other podcasts. Find out about me at izzy.com, isni.com. There you go. Oh, you can find out about me at simondunn.me.uk because I can't have the proper address because a chocolate man owns it. A chocolatier owns the better web address. The irony. And, and yes, a small amount of chocolate makes you sick. Exactly. So... I am the opposite of Simon Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Hello. Hello.